Bacon, no bacon, no bacon, no bacon, bacon no, no bacon. Podcast. There you go. Not, not going to be helpful at all. That's but, good. Right. As long as, uh, well, I'll cut in from here. We'll start the podcast fresh. Sort of Derek uh, checking his emails. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, Are you done there now? Are we ready to roll? It's been two hours. Yeah, yeah I'm going, we're rolling. We've been talking. It's whatever. You clapped. Whatever, my clap will line it up and then retrograde it. Uh, I can't help but keep looking at the frame. Like I'm like, oh, shit. you're very self conscious about your frame. Is what's happening? Worried about oh, this? As you could see, everybody, if you've watched any previous podcast, um, we've moved. We've moved out of the kitchen where Reese likes to do his uh, his <laughs> pot and pan fucking ding a ding a ding a ding a ding to thank the healthcare workers while we're podcasting all the time. So now I've been relegated to my garage. Uh, I'm not a vain person. This is here because it's covering my central vacuum cleaner <laughs> that I didn't think you needed to see. I didn't think you needed to see that. So I've tried to create an ambiance here. This is my like my office in the garage. Um, maybe you're interested in seeing it. I'll just show you what's behind fucking the curtain. That's the, oh, I'll show man, you the Wizard of Oz. Don't ruin the backdrop, man. Are you going to take I'll, your I'll headphones off? Put it back. Oh, man. Now he can't even hear us. This is a mess. Look at this. Ew. Oh my god, that is disgusting. Uh, man things. That's fucking horrible. mags and toolboxes. Gosh. Wow, look at that. All sorts of manly things. I don't want you to be too distracted with how manly the contents of my garage are. Oh, this chair is so noisy. 1972 called and they want their squeaky chair back. You don't have any jiggaloo or anything you can squeak in those wheels? No, I have some fucking jiggaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Mike Patterson was the He was uh, the jiggaloo the guy for a little bit. For jiggaloo? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. The jiggaloo. I can't remember what it was. I remember the the garage door closing and it was just squeaky, but I can't remember what he did. He did something. Was or was he the guy opening and closing the garage door, right? He just no, he I didn't Oh yeah, no, he was shocked. He was the guy, the jiggaloo guy show up and squirted the garage door. And he's like, what are you doing? That's not going to help. I've tried that before. And then, oh, my God. And then he looked right in the camera. Jiggaloo. <laughs> mullet, 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 fucking double chin beard. <laughs> why Why double chin? I don't know. He was you can't see right the now. double chin under that giant beard Mike Patterson's rocking these days. He, yeah, he didn't have it anymore. He's got a big beard. Um, so uh, what? He didn't have it yet back then. Uh, oh, another. What? Our podcast is going to take on a new flavor, Abdul. A new flavor. Because we're in the garage. A new. What is attitude. that? Engine oil. Because we're in the garage. If we, I'm going to pan. Oh god. Antifreeze. What's the flavor we're taking? Windshield Bam. washer. Fridge. Oh, he's got the beer fridge access right there. Look at that. Derek Sege, man of the hour. Bam! Can you get any more manly? I don't think you can get any more manly, buddy. You got grease in the background and beers in the fridge. Look at you. The ladies are just and falling out of fucking the frame. cars for you. I don't know what they would there fall out are. of. The ladies falling off. Falling yeah. off of horses for you. Oh, I forgot my bacon, no bacon mug again. Not me, buddy. I got oh, the bacon, yes. no bacon. It's got my name. I got the, I got the bacon, no. I got the T-shirt. Thanks again, Chico. Good old Chico at Sudbury Jersey Company. I forget what it's called. <laughs> I'll get it right next time. I'll get it right next time. 
the good people at the uh, Sudbury Jersey the Company. No, I just I did have a coffee. I just forgot my bacon, no bacon. Thank you again to Stereo <laughs> Coffee Roasters for hooking us up. Abdul is just afraid to leave his house to come pick up some of his free coffee. It's not that I'm afraid. You live so far. It's like an hour to get to your place. 45 minutes. I guess I got nothing to do, right? I'm yeah, seriously. I was about to say, to oh, sorry. Couldn't squeeze me in between. <clears throat> uh, you're not a napper, but. Watching episodes of I Ozark. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, no. I. I mean. I'll get out there. We'll get down there sometime. I'm sure. I keep saying that every episode, and I haven't been yet. But it's so yeah. far. Yeah. And like, uh, even, I've been doing a lot picked, of stuff. You haven't even picked up your t-shirt yet. I know. Yeah, I gotta get my bacon. Like, no bacon was, shirt. I was telling somebody this morning I, I, again, and I've said it before on the podcast. I feel like I've never been so busy. I was speaking with Howard Wagman this morning, the owner of the Yuck Yuck Ottawa. Yeah. And uh, just shooting the shit, catching up. We're friends and everything. And uh, I remember before this, the Panderic start. Uh, you just calling it I the Panderic? I went, still calling it. It's going to catch on. You wait. Yeah, you're gonna hashtag Panderic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's such a self when is, uh, when is the China? Thing. When does your tour, tour of China start? <laughs> the Panderic. As soon as they invite me. Kim Jong-un sent me an email yesterday. He's like, I like the way you think, you narcissistic cunt. <laughs> uh, I was trying to call it the Kim Jong Undik demic undemic. <laughs> anyway, uh, undick. <laughs> undick. Um, Is that French for undick. one penis? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, undick. Uh, okay, yeah. What, what were you going to say? Undick. Uh, I forget now. Uh, oh yeah, right. If it used to be, if I went ten days, like if I cradle like if you finish a show saturday and then don't do a show the whole next weekend yeah but the following monday like eight nine days after my last show i start to get like fucking crotchish crotchety with angela and the kid and like silly little thing you know like you're flipping an egg and the yolk break tabarnak i fucking could lose it (laughs) so going that long without doing stand-up i think not because i think in those before the pandemic i knew that there was always the option of going to do a show yeah. Whereas now it's like I know it's not even an option. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not losing my shit and I'm so busy. And I have to say Abdul, my friend, my good brother from another religion. Um <laughs> why? Why do I have I to sp- specify that? I'm obsessed with our differences. Uh but he I was laboring for the last 7 weeks laboring over trying to edit my album yeah. which I was able to record at Howard's Club coincidentally at uh, Yuck Yuck Ottawa. Tape the album and it's two shows that I, I I've always done my it's my fourth time releasing an album. And I always took two show and spliced them together to give the you know the people the best the most quantity that I can. Yeah. Uh, and I've been laboring over it for seven weeks and I'm telling Abdul about my problem. It's a stupid world, first world problem. And Abdul's like, dude, why don't you just release two albums or whatever? Just don't edit them. Just fucking cut it into track and release it as is. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, why don't I fucking do that? That's, see, all I have to do is one minute, you know, like from zero second to three minute, four to second is one. And then... So it's off. I sent it to Dan Moskovich oh, yesterday. Great. My the edits are being made. There you go. I sent the artwork off to uh, uh, my friend Alexander Murray in uh, BC. He's going to do the artwork because cool. he was so kind and he's a sweet guy, always offering to help and spreading the way. He's just a sweet guy. He just had a baby too. I'm glad to give him some work. 
because uh, he lost his job. He's a graphist. He was the artistic director at an agency, and he lost his job when this shit hit. Oh, wow. So he's going to do the, the jacket. Moscovich gonna do it. Uh, Duplication.ca on Nuns Island. Jerry Fielding, Fieldman, gonna do the printing of the CDs themselves. Oh, right on. Chad Allen, my best friend. Chad Allen did the uh, sound engineering on the spot that night. And uh, thank you with all those people. My album is fucking gonna be ready. <laughs> Probably just in time because there's a bunch of, I did a bunch of coronavirus joke, right? Because right, yeah. I recorded it on March 14th. Yeah. Right as this was all starting and we were still kind of confused. I was making fun of the fact that they canceled the NHL and the NDA. I'm like, why? Because somebody got a cough? What's the deal? It's just a little cough. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I thought is like the NHL uh, should be the first sport back because they got that whole sneeze guard around the ice. There's nothing wrong with that. It seems like they've been right? adva- advanced for this for a long time. Yeah, but then again, in. we could also say beach volleyball should be the first thing back because Corona can't live in the heat. I don't know. Can it not? I don't know if that's the real. But I mean, even hockey, they got the visors. They can put. They could all wear visors. Yeah, masks. Masks make it make hockey even scarier. There if everyone's you go. wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> Goalies have masks and uh, players have visors. It's a perfect sport to just be the first one back. I think they should do it. NHL, let's do this. Let's get it going. Finish yeah. the season. You heard it here first. Yeah. You heard it here first. This is uh, where we make up stuff. The NHL will be back with their sneeze guards and visors. Uh, yeah. I don't know what sport would be back. They're wearing gloves, too. Like They're already they're wearing, wearing gloves. They're wearing gloves. They've got it all. Protective gear. You can't get more protective than the stuff that hockey players wear, right? It's just the audience, though. It's the audience. Everyone's going to show up to the game to watch the game in hockey equipment. Well, no, they don't. You got you to gotta dress like the players. If you want to watch, you got to dress like the players. Yeah, and yeah, and if you're at the Maple Leafs game, you might just be a player. Who knows? Um, it's a, The whole world has changed. Yeah, like fucking first 10,000 fans in the building get a free roll of toilet paper. Fuck, see, who knows what the hell people value anymore. <laughs> but they can play the game without the fans. They don't need the NHL. Like, there's not... Uh, I, you, honestly, like, if you ever go to any other hockey game other than the Habs, uh, there's not a whole lot of noise going on in that arena anyways. No, there is. There's some market that are shit, but... There's a Dude, lot of shit think, markets. It's a terrible situation. Think of every stadium, every arena, every stadium. For every event, there's like a thousand or more people's job. Yeah. They're earning a living. More than t- thousands of yeah. people. So like you got a, a, an arena with 22,000 people in it. There's probably 1,500, 2,000 people working yeah. there. Selling, yeah, it's stuff. a lot of yeah, a lot of jobs are going to you know, be lost. The, the yeah. hostesses, the hosts and hostesses in the in the corporate boxes, to the hot dog vendor, to the the security guard, trying to take away my Zippo lighter. Fuck, coming into the fucking building like a cocksucker. Oh man, that's hilarious. Did you? Because uh, now the uh, it's a nightmare to go see a hockey game at the Bell Center. Every, like, I mean, now I mean, who cares? For two for years, years they weren't. I did. I was going to very few games because for two years in at the at the Saint Bell, the whatever it's called now, yeah, the it's Bell, the Bell Center, Center is yeah. still that. Yeah, it's, it's still the Saint Bell. <laughs> they weren't letting people leave to smoke. Yeah. Like even between period last season, they started letting you out and back in. Yeah, only but through the one years, door though, through that front door. Yeah. And yeah, then you got to yeah. re-go through all the security, empty all your pockets, put it on the thing. It's, yeah. it's worse than an airport, really. Crazy. How, like, yeah, you go to StubHub or SeatGeek or whatever. Used to be, oh, let's try to find the best seat. I'm like, fuck, find me the seat closest to the smoking door. <laughs> that's how it works. Don't tell them they're going to up the price on those. That's probably it. That's what I would Ooh. do that for sure. 
premium. Yeah, yeah and they yeah. get it's more expensive by the door that you can go Same smoke. Same price as the like the Desjardins box. All the food yeah. and drink you can you can eat, or all the, the same price for the that one seat that's right at the exit for the smoking door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it was crazy. I remember I went to a game last uh, fall, I think it was, and in like October, November, and it was it was insane. Like just going in and out, it was like a pain in the ass. You just have to keep putting everything down. Like they want to check everything that's in your pockets. It's it's crazy, man. My uncle's a guy. Yeah. I brought him to a hockey game when they first started doing that, and he's like a guy that like he he loves to keep like trinkets and stuff. He's like you. He's got the the, the keychain with the, the pocket knife and the fucking pliers and. Dude, he had everything in his pockets, man. And the lady was like, uh, you have to take it all out. Man, it was fucking, he, it was like they needed a bucket to put all his shit in. He had too many things in his pockets. <laughs> I was just dying laughing, watching him empty everything. And then in the end, and he had all sorts just of shit. Chunks of iron ore and even shit. Had, like, I just think all he, metal things. <laughs> I think he even had like finger traps. Like he had like, because he brought it over to screw around and it was like last Chinese minute. Like, handcuffs? Yeah, these little, fi- yeah, exactly. He had those little, fi- yeah, the little handcuffs that go over your knuckle on your finger yeah yeah, yeah. dude he had that the lady grabbed it and she looks at it she's like puts it she's like you can take that back like she didn't know what the hell it was (laughs) you know what got him in the end one of those one of those comb switchblades like a switchblade that's a comb (laughs) dude what got him in the end was a tiny pocket knife like the smallest little blade i was like she let you keep the fucking chinese finger traps but you couldn't keep the little The little pocket knife you had to check <laughs> the, it at coat check. The reusable toothpick holder that basically... <laughs> yeah, you could stab someone with I that. I remember I lost... What did those tools cost? You know, the the all-in-one tool? Yeah, they're pretty expensive. On movie sets 40, that you 50 wear on bucks your belt? or something maybe for a yeah, decent yeah. one? I had a good one. I paid like $90 for yeah, it. It was a good one they with can a go good up. holster. And, yeah. Uh, I, I used to carry one of those around. It was handy you to You don't carry have it anymore? And, uh, I don't know. I got it taken away fucking somewhere. I was going uh, somewhere... That they wouldn't let me in with it. Yeah, I remember. That's why I, I said, because you always used to carry that thing around. I was like, why do you have fucking pliers on your belt? <laughs> yeah, my pocket knife, I still go, but I I try to think ahead if I'm going to a sporting event or on an airplane, whatever. Oh, man. Did I tell you when I, after Moncton, when I got so smashed in Moncton and I almost missed my flight or whatever? Yeah. I got what? to the security with the pocket knife. I forgot, like, so drunk. I almost missed the flight, so I just... <laughs> fucking pack everything you know like you know when you get home and you're like why did i pack the hotel clock radio in my bag <laughs> see this is weird <laughs> but i had the pocket knife in my pocket and i was too drunk to i was just like oh oh i guess i'm missing the flight the guy was at the show the night before he's like no no it's all right you're not gonna hurt anybody I'm like, oh my god you're letting me on a plane with a pocket knife this is the best yeah but it's a very small yeah they're great i love the small airports they don't bother you they don't fucking care they can sometimes they can be the worst ones though really like, you know if they're new or whatever yeah we we were out in uh i don't know if you even talk about this it feels like we, we were in i'm hoping this frame is right i don't know if this is right <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna be self-conscious about this frame the whole time every time we the record chairs. now you're just like oh man i don't know i got my chairs all squeaky too <laughs> yeah you gotta get some fucking oil on that thing man you got to get ready. Uh, get that podcast studio going, man. It makes it so much easier to just get in there, flick a switch, and go instead of having to reset everything. Anyways, so uh, yeah. what yeah, happened? I'm do- I'm do- uh, you, you were doing baby stuff. Steps. We're here now. Look, we yeah, got something. You're finally we're, moved to the I'm garage the, at least. I'm not in the dining room. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not in the dining room. You, you, we're stepping it up. We're getting a little bit more professional. We're not uh, mm-hmm. We're not amateur. We're, we've got a. Uh, need to put like a curtain right here. A curtain would be. That's Maybe a so curtain funny that go that like. 
you have a curt you have a picture of you in back of you <laughs> i know i know and that's that's stupid <laughs> But I will. Uh, I'll put a dark curtain. Maybe yeah. I'll put the curtain all the way across, and I'll decorate the curtain with things. Yeah, sure. I've got I've got the original Ernie Butler's Comedy Nest sign up here. Oh, really? You That's can't. hilarious. I've got yeah. the uh, I've got the original Jimbo's Pub uh, sign right up here. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, That's so funny. <laughs> the one that was we outside that. in that we square should... uh, blo- uh, box there. Remember, it was like right as you walk on the street. Yeah, there's that big square yeah, yeah. box. In the, yeah, the comedy with works the little, with the, the little... lock like this big, like with glass. Yeah. How did that never get broken or broken into? That's so yeah. stupid. Yeah, I got yeah, that. Let's show, them. let's show the people. I'm gonna get my sign. You, you oh, fill mine's in up the, on the wall talk, though, talk man. To it's the screwed in. Well, then you can just change your camera. Right, you know what I'll do? I'll I'm take a picture of it. I'll put it in on the edit. While I'm getting my sign, just talk to the yeah, people. Yeah, you get your sign. Yeah, my my sign was, uh, what happened was, it. well, they closed. They closed and they shut down and everything was just dead. Oh, and shit. we passed by one night Turns and I saw the sign. Mine's nailed to the wall, too. Yeah, see, I told you, buddy. <laughs> of course it's nailed to the wall. How else is it hanging in? Well, it's because I thought it was sitting on my filing cabinet, but it's not. Which, but I, uh, I want to show you. I wanna... Where was that from? From the first Ernie Butler's comedy nest. It's just that it... They brought it along as the nest would change places and stuff. Yeah, you have to see it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pick up the camera and show everybody. Yeah. Now, you, now we're gonna watch Derek have to fucking reframe the whole thing again and fight for an hour and a half. This took you two hours to set up. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh look at that. what a. You sign. can't see it, but look at that. Don't tell the people at home. They don't know. Look at that sign. All yeah, right. So vibrant. Oh yeah. It's a chicken. It's a chicken. That's a cool sign. I know. Yeah. I, I I think I've. I if it's the chicken, I know the sign. I it's. I don't know if it's a chicken. Is it a chicken? It used to the be. Yeah, they used to uh, have it in the. Nest? They used to have it in the. They used to have it in the green room. Their birds are not. Uh, they're not uh, being. Um, accurate on the proper birds that nest. I think. That's do bird, right, do, do chickens uh, make a, Chickens don't oh, make you know a nest, no, buddy. It, it kind of looked like a. It looked like Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, actually. kind of. Yeah, but I remember he's got, that. He's got that. He's got that red, the red thing that chickens have. Yeah, up yeah, here. yeah. Yeah, he's just a wild bird. Oh wow! This is we're in a whole new world here too. I should probably show you this. These are things that I haven't used this as my office for some time. But look at this! I had it on my desk. I've had it on my desk. <gasps> look at that! Oh, I thought that was an urn. I was gonna say, who's dead? Uh, Morbid. You got cigarettes in there in a in a uh, uh, what's it called? Nice a humidifier cigarette um, box. What's humidor? the name for it? There's no, a it's name just for a it. Cigarette humidor. Humidor. Yeah, you keep cigarettes in your humidor. But no, it's more of a kind of a humidor. There is a place to put like because I do have. There's a place for cigars down here, and I've got my little cigar cutter thing. Yeah. Right. The little. Yeah, your little cutters. And, uh, yeah. In there, and there's a place so it's cigarettes on the top and cigars in the bottom. Well, wow. right, I'm a gentleman. Sounds great, buddy. Sounds like you've got a lot, uh, you've got a very sophisticated yeah. garage there. You know, you've got the uh, you've got the motor oil and the uh, central uh, vacuum cleaner in the back, you've got some the beer in the fridge, and, and you've got a cabinets. humidor for your uh, shitty well, here's <laughs> cigarettes. A, here's another thing this is, I saw this was on my windowsill. Your export a blues. This is a painting. I forget the girl's name. Oh, but that she, was. Uh, she took a painting. Yeah, she used to go to comedy shows and paint. Comedy nest, yeah, yeah. That is awesome. So I, I paid her to do this one. 
So that's me. That's Rodney Ramsey. I'm uh, pretty sure that's David Hetty. Why do you look like you, know David you look like Conan O'Brien? I know. Why do you you don't have blonde hair? Exaggerate, exaggerated my receding hairline, fucker. And that's that guy from Ottawa, uh, Josh. Oh right. Okay, and who's the guy next to him? The one with the red. Uh... David Hetty. David Hetty. David really? Hedy. Oh, cool. Oh, you guys were all. Uh... Yeah. That's a, so. That's, that's not that, that that old then, because that's and this is when nest. the stage. This is when the stage was at the other end. Remember, right. the stage was, was against the wall of the okay. green room. Yeah. Very cool. But yeah, that's that's supposed to be me. So just so you know, I've been wearing the Derek Seguin uniform since at least 2015. Black t-shirt and blue jeans. Yeah, you look like a very unhealthy Conan O'Brien in that uh, painting. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Conan Close up like cancer. this with the earrings. like in every, I look like Jason Rouse, actually. It's weird. <laughs> uh, great dude, by the way. Very good guy. Should have. We should yeah. try to Skype him in on, a, on an episode sometime. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll lose all of our uh, all of our followers to his disgusting, dirty all jokes. All our corporate sponsors and and our youth, our youth. Uh, <laughs> we'll get banned from YouTube and uh, Podbean for sure. But uh, did you see that we were talking about uh, how many people get affected by jobs? Did you see the articles about Ellen? That she's not as nice as people think. Uh, huge bitch. No, I don't. Ellen DeGeneres. I don't know. Just <laughs> yeah, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen yeah, De- no. Uh, there were some articles that came out that apparently she wasn't paying her crew to work uh, for her anymore because they had hired uh, they hired like a, a like an outside company to just basically shoot her show from her house. So all her okay. original crew was off work, but they didn't even know. They had no idea what's going on or when they're coming back. And then she started her <laughs> show from home, and they were all like, "Oh, well, I guess we're not fucking working for you anymore. What the hell's going on?" But she had hired an outside firm to basically help her live stream her show from home rather than hire the people who do her show all the time. And they didn't just continue paying those people? I don't know what happened in the end, but I think they were, yeah, I don't know. The union was going to obviously make a stink about it. She's obviously obviously an executive producer on the show, but she's not. It's the network owns the show. Yeah, I don't know what the logistics because I don't call. think they commented on it. I don't think the show commented on it, but it, they definitely had interviewed some of the crew and and they were yeah not happy about that at all because she basically because their them out. producer producer Andy or whatever his name is he's still at, he's at the house with her and he stands outside outside the window right yeah obviously the head people of the show will still be there but uh, I guess I imagine because it's probably union and it probably costs a fortune and if they like continue right. the actual show. Or like brought any of the crew, they'd probably have to pay all the crew. So they probably think that somebody just went, like Ellen would do that though. She'd be like, "I'm not going to continue unless you pay all my people." And that's oh, what you would think. Yeah, I think that was the stink. I think people were kind of pissed off that they, you know, she's usually always helping people, and uh, in this case, she kind of did not. But I don't know. I don't know. I, again, there's always two sides to a story, and I would love to know the other side and see what what mm-hmm. happened. I don't know. I don't think she commented on it. I never saw any update on it. But um, definitely, yeah, it didn't uh, sucks. I guess, but it makes sense because I, yeah. I mean, for her or like I guess the show, the network. Because like I said, it, they're probably all union, and if you have to rehire them all, it's going to be a fortune to just shoot a show from your living room, and you're probably not getting the same viewership. 
I wonder what I a wonder fortune. what shows it's are so getting. Much like, it's got to be a, a thousandth of the cost to shoot from your living room than to shoot exactly. from a studio. Exactly. That's why she probably hired so an cheap. outside firm. Because if you probably if you had to hire like three or four of the people to do it, then you probably like union wise, you probably would have to pay all your cast, like all your crew, like you used to, because you're bringing back the production. I wonder what they did. They must have. Re- There's got to be some right. She's they got to be using they might, writers. They must have started like a new production company just for that, or like a Maybe. new show. You know how they fuck around with the, you know, to make it seem Maybe. like they're not. Yeah, so they can get away with it. So if they start a new show, I don't know if that's what they did, but it would be interesting to know how they got away with not having to hire the the whole crew back. You know, it's crazy in business too. Eh? Like once you you understand business yeah. and have access to all the resource that one would need to set up a new corporation yeah. to continue uh how you can get things done like there's like we talked about it on the last episode like how the lakers and uh, carnival cruises and all these people applying for the government money if you're in business and you're used to just taking numbers and opportunities and you who's not going to apply for these free money like it's good for business yeah i guess the best thing for your business yeah but that's i guess yeah that's the thing with business but when just do the right thing like the canadian government right now is guaranteeing loans for small business up to forty thousand dollars and if you pay it back by whatever april 2022 you only have to pay back 75 percent of the loan like i'm i'm a casual investor yeah so but like if you or i were going to invest money in something and they were guaranteeing a 25 percent return on the investment why? Of course, we would do that investment. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's this not a bad even thing. This is an investment. This is a loan. <clears throat> it's a loan. You're making twenty five percent return on a loan. That's not a it's bad. Yeah, never no, before. Yeah. It's incredible. It's free money, basically. But you, it's not a bad thing to like stimulate. What they're doing is they're doing it to stimulate the economy right now while it's tanking. They're going at least we're going to throw say, some yeah, money at say, it. This forty thousand dollar. I mean, let's say let's say they reopen even slowly. They the gradual reopen of of business yeah. like a uh, retail and and restaurant and all yeah. that food and beverage uh they gradually re- start reopening in august let's say yeah. just say for example forty thousand dollar will have been enough to save you know 70 percent of businesses from going bankrupt in this period right. so sa- saving 70 percent of small business i mean that's huge yeah yeah and it, and hopefully it works you know that's the the yeah, you know that's the other thing. Yeah. You, you hope it works, but nobody knows. I mean, how long is this going to go? What's happening? Is it going to is are people going to go out again? Are people going to go to restaurants? How is it going to you know? Well, yeah, that's so it, Howard and I were talking about that this morning. And my what friend, does he my friend think? Mark, what does Howard oh, think about this with the club? What, what what's his thoughts? He's worried. He's worried. Yeah, he's worried. Obviously, like everybody else. Like I was trying to compare my friend Mark own a, a restaurant. Out your way, actually. Jukebox, Jukebox Burgers. Burgers, you, yeah. You know, yeah. So that's a, a restaurant. It's open seven day a week. You know, assume, let's just say it's open at 11 a.m. and close at 11 or 12 at night. Yeah. And he was talking about like, oh, man, Jukebox Burgers is great, by the way. It's really old school diner feel. Yeah, it's but a cool high, looking high, spot. High quality. I think it's like Kobe beef that they grind on site for the hamburger. It's like incredible. It's really incredible. And the... The ambiance is fantastic, and there's a terrace in the summertime. But anyway, that's his place. Him and his friend Mark and his friend Derek own this place. And talking to him, he's like, yeah, we don't know. We don't know the date yet that we'll be allowed to, but they're talking about when we are allowed to reopen, it'll be um, 
percentage of capacity, right? right? Yeah. Like they've talked about 50%. They've talked about 30, <clears throat> 30% was when they first started talking about because six feet, you know, you yeah. need one third of the capacity. So, <clears throat> and you can only sit together if you live together for the first part. Anyway, he was like, so he opened that much, right? He's open, call it 12 hour a day, seven day a week. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know if it'll be even worth it to open at 30% or 50%. And I'm like, eh, imagine you're open, whatever, 100 hour a week, yeah. and you're not sure if it's worth it to open yeah. at 50% capacity. Imagine somebody that own a comedy club. Yeah. They're open like 12 hour a week. That's it, yeah. At 12 hour a week, and they have to consider maybe opening up, right? And you can't, and how? Then, you can't, like, unless everybody you, just drinks their face off. You know, and you just make a ton of money off the booze. Like how, you, like ticket sales. Yeah. Like what does it make sense if you, you, you could only fit twenty well, yeah, people? That's the in, other thing. That, uh, I mean, what does this club hold? One hundred and twenty, maybe. It's not huge. Uh, Yuck Yucks is one fifty. One fifty. The Nest is one fifty eight, but they have it set up for one forty on the. General, okay, so let's say it's one fifty, and 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 what, yeah. what are you you're allowed half? Let's say half. That's seventy five. Seventy. So 70. you can get seventy. Yeah, seventy five. Let's yeah. say you get seventy five people in there. If and that's yeah. sold out basically, yeah, you know, yeah. If you I can know. pack the place, seventy-five people, and and yeah. the amount of you know, you're cutting everything right in half. So that's that's the other. It was a very you know we discuss it because we're friends and that. But comedians can't expect to get their full rate when they go back to work if if those are the measures that are still in place. Right. How can we Good expect point. to make the same money? If, Good you know. Point. So comedian are going to have to be reasonable. I think, you know, and I, in speaking to Howard or to David Acker, anybody that own a club, yeah. I'm speaking only for myself, but I'm for my, when I say myself, I mean myself and other reasonable, you know, polyvalent people that understand a little bit of business, a little bit of science, a little bit, you know, if you're reasonable, if you just think about it logically, we can't expect to be paid the same thing to for half the the yeah exactly yeah no you can't i also think and this is for a comedy club owner i think uh if you're dealing with reasonable artists like abdul and i i think um we're gonna be so anxious to get on stage that will be make us an offer you know make us an offer like if i'm if i typically make three four thousand dollar in a weekend of show offer me a thousand i'll probably show up i'm 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 anxious to play yeah right Anxious to play, but then again, is it worth risking your life to go to this show? That remains to be seen. I mean, here's the here's the thing that I I'm surprised. It's only in speaking to people like with you and other people yeah. that I'm realizing people that are typically in good health and are not in the danger age are still like, no, I don't think I'm gonna go. Like, people don't want to be the the guinea pig. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be the. I'm not gonna go to the first. Yeah, thing yeah. That let's ever see how opened. this plays out. Whereas I'm like, I'm yeah. As soon as the government. Lift it. I'm going. I'm I'm back. I'm back. But with my new mentality, right? This has changed everybody. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe, like, especially, you know how it is when we do. It's weird, everybody, that uh, after a show, I'm not a big celebrity or anything, but, um, and I don't know if anybody's been watching the uh, Michael Jordan, the, the Chicago yeah, Bulls. Yeah, no, I didn't watch it yet. I want to watch it. Uh, I forget what, the behind the I curtain or the last Jam dance. Instead. The last dance. The last dance, yeah. The last dance is what the series is called. Uh, a guy like Michael Jordan, when he's leaving the court, people are touching him like crazy, touching yeah. his head, touching, you know. So, and for me, after a show, 
we're shaking hand with everybody. People have tried to shake my hand in the bathroom, <laughs> like at the urinal. Hey, man, good, like holding the dick. Yeah, good show. Good show, buddy. And we do. We shake hand, like, and then I smoke, so I'm outside. Dick on dick, Homeless buddy. people walk by, and like I give the guy whatever. If I give the homeless guy a cigarette and 10 bucks, it's like, oh, my God, thank you so much, and a handshake and a hug. Not to judge the homeless, but I, on s'entend, it's not. I'm not stretching to say that their hygiene is probably not the same as somebody that have a house, you know, and running water. But you shake hand and then you continue smoking. Now, moving forward, I'll probably be more conscious of that. Like, yeah, I will still shake his hand, but then I'll be walking around like this for the rest of the time. Like, ah, <laughs> take me to the Purell. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wonder how it'll come back. If and and but you think maybe comedy clubs will get a little bit more? Um, uh, they'll try they'll try different techniques to make more money. So how about doing a show half capacity, but you live you sell tickets online. So if people want to watch the live stream, you make some extra revenue there that you can pay the comics fairly through that and then they can make money as well that's an idea that's an idea right? so half the capacity um, but a, you still get to watch a show live right i guess if there would be a, it's not the first it's not the first time i've i've had this conversation it is an idea yeah. and i mean i did it i did yeah. my own show from my, my dining room but in comedy club i mean it's a great idea 100 it's, percent, it's know, not like you're at a comedy club but to get us back into the groove, you know, to keep the money still flowing right. and everyone, if people support, they go, look, I know it's not like going to the club, but I can't go to the club because it's sold out because they're only at half capacity. So I'll buy a ticket right. or I'm not or I'm not I'm comfortable. Not comfortable so I'll watch it from home. You know, that's not a t I'm not against that. That's not a terrible idea. I mean, as long as you got a no. couple people in the room to know, gauge the jokes, you know, that's all you really need. And then the rest, they could all I'm be wherever the hell they are. I'm with you. But and that even boosts your. At the same time, first of all, it's going to have to be the the artist, the comedian will have to approve uh, that. But and we're say, all yes, going to get to a point where you have no choice. Do you well, want to perform not, or not? You know, I would just say, look, if yeah. you don't want, if you don't feel comfortable, this is the new world. If you don't feel comfortable, become a fucking plumber, buddy. Don't don't be a comedian because this is what it is. Your stuff's going to have to go online. I never understood the fact like. Comics that go, I don't want. I don't want to put my jokes online. You know how many times I would do shows like in LA. There's like small little bar shows, yeah, and people would try to promote it. So they just put like, oh, we're gonna put like you on stage for six, seven seconds doing a joke, and we're gonna share it from our. And some comics would, would like be against. I'd be like, oh, sorry, don't, dude. Nobody knows you. What do you think? Like you right. think everyone like I know those. You know how many people in the world there are, and like even let's say you have, a, a, let's say you have ten thousand fans. The world is filled yeah. with millions of people. Who cares? Like, let your shit get out that, there. Let people see that's you. Not, that's not reasonable. Let me, two words. Yeah. Two words, which is my slight hesitation. And obviously, when we start, I'm going to be, yeah, online, do it yeah. all. Whatever whatever a comedy club can do to make enough money that they don't have to go bankrupt, yeah. I'm with it. I want, I want my industry to survive. Yeah. So I'm going to be a team player. But as a permanent solution, I wouldn't mind having at least a delay or like... Come to the show tonight. The live show started at 8. That show will be available as of 9.30. Just to the two word I want to say, Michael Richards. Uh... Do we really want... Do we really want... And you know how I am on stage. When it's a live thing, <laughs> Look who's who worried. knows what the Dude, fuck I'm going to say. Dude, you're telling me I was cutting my, my EP and I'm like, you know how many things I cut out? I was like, oh, I don't want to... I'd like to maybe work for that corporation one day. Let me take that out. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just shit on that person. Let me take that out. But live, it's great because live you can say you can say what you want and people know you're fucking joking. And you've seen me work. I know. When I'm working, I'm yeah. working for this no swearing. crowd. So and then Derek goes crowd... on stage and says the most disgusting things ever. Hey, buddy, it's a corporate. Well, yeah, like don't, if they're, don't if swear on if stage. Feel, if I feel the collective is very uptight, right. I will throw something at them to shock them and be like, oh, okay, we're fucking, we're doing shit. If I've got a, a crowd that's especially, you know, they give off a racist vibe, yeah. I'm going to call them on yeah. it and be like, fucking uh, leave it to Edmonton to have, you know, like you just yeah, say yeah, shit. Yeah, it's comedy. Live that we're all in the same vibe, but you put it out on the internet and the guy has gone to the fridge to get a beer <laughs> and they come back and now I'm saying, fucking Muslims, eh? Ugh, I know. But I had the setup makes that... Yeah, uh, he doesn't know, know that there's a actually shit Muslim out there guy in the front row who's going along with you just fucking pretending yeah, yeah. like you Yeah, we've them. just yeah. had a whole five-minute exchange, yeah, like, but the guy is taking a dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see what, uh, I can see what you're they, saying. People, people could record, yeah. too. Like you do, you know, I do an hour and a half or something yeah. on our first night back just to say thank you for coming. Somebody hit record. You've got an hour and a half now and they're just going to put it yeah, out. Yeah, but I mean, so what do we do? It's a new yeah, world. It's a new, it's a new world. It's going to have to, saying, yeah, you're going to have to take chances. I'm not chances. saying I would refuse. I would not refuse. I'm. I'm. In, ca- in fact, I would encourage clubs to do whatever they can. If you, yeah, you know, five bucks to get, and you know, it could create a new opportunity too. Like I know when I did my online show, when I went through the the the, the sort of report at the end, I was shocked to see how many people from not in Canada were listening. Yeah. People, Thailand, China. See Virginia, Wisconsin, yeah. California, North Korea, uh, Carolina. You're huge yeah. there. Not North Korea. Not North Korea. Undik was I'm watching. Huge in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Good old one dick. <laughs> Your biggest fan, Undik. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's definitely some changes are going to have to take place, and people are going to yeah. have to go and along with are- it, or you just you're not going to be able to fucking take part in stand up. I guess. If you if you can't be adaptable, the new yeah. world is gonna be scary. But it's not. We all just have to be reasonable people. This this pandemic has just shown me how many stupid fucking people there are. Oh, dude! And stupid people will not thrive when this is finished. Yeah, uh, you'll be you'll be either just a pain in everybody's ass, or you will somehow injure yourself because you're fucking so stupid. Dude, people are already like you, you see people that's not caring and not like taking precautions like they should be and and it's definitely not good uh but imagine what that's gonna cause you know like people are gonna you know like i was in the grocery store two people were like fighting like it's crazy like people are on edge now people like you can't i see and you notice too when you're driving like everyone's kind of calm and then you can see like one asshole just fucking zipping by so mad you know this guy's pissed out of his mind you know like it it's definitely starting to affect people and uh, I think all the rules, too, like, it's not like one or two rules. It's like, hey, man, you got to do all these things now that you didn't used to have to do. And then people are judging you if you're not doing it. So it kind of like, and it's then, very stressful. And then other people are judging you that you are yeah. doing it. Like, you're look at you, you fucking sheep being, you know, yeah, like the, you you're keep falling for the, hoax, to... the big hoax. <laughs> yeah. There's no such thing as COVID-19. Like, there's all manner of stupid yeah. 
There's people that think the whole thing is not even real, yeah. that it's the, the Illuminati kind of trying yeah. to uh, implement something while like they're going to launch 5G while we're all stuck at home and we're not noticing things. Like there's so many fucking stupid thoughts yeah. about stuff. And here's the other thing. There's a lot of experts and people that we've given power to, authority figures, scientists, uh, environmental engineer, politicians, with contrary information coming at us. I watched a a documentary yesterday uh, from YouTube that a friend of mine who live in uh, Thailand, uh, no, Taiwan, uh, that share with me, and he's an actor and he's in in show business. And um, this doctor is purportedly from this thing, was jailed and calling Anthony Fauci a big scam artist that he's been stealing patents from American research universities for years. He's been withholding certain treatments that have proved uh, efficient. Uh, A million things. There's clearly, you know, like you take that and then you take Fauci. One of those isn't true, but they're both credible yeah. in terms of the educated. Uh, they're both scientists. I mean, she her credentials are great, but then she was jailed. She says she was jailed, and it was the CIA and the, the CDC that plant all this false evidence. Then you have Trump saying inject yourself with fucking bleach, yeah. and then another don't inject yourself with bleach. There's so contradicting. Like, yeah. there's a, a tod mar this big, yeah. but some of it is completely contradictory but f- somehow both side instinctively as humans as 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 western civilization people until recent history have been taught we should be able to believe both of these party but we can't because they contradict each other yeah. so which the fuck one is true and it, maybe neither of them is fully true and the truth is right there how are we supposed yeah. to know? It's so awful. The, the The situation globally has become so awful. We don't know. Even somebody who strive and seek, my mother was the other day, was like, Derek, stop thinking about it. Just stop thinking about it. I'm like, no, I have three children yeah. that I want the best for in life. So I want, I don't care if it's dire. It's like, we're all fucked. We're all going to die. Or this is total bullshit. We're all going to be yeah. fine. I just want to know so that I, as an intelligent human being, can make decisions based on facts. Now, yeah. risk assessment, will I be willing to go and be in a crowd of people and shake people's hand? Yes, I would be willing. But it'd be nice if I'm making that decision informed. With right? the right based information, on yeah. yeah. Based on fact. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm saying right now, possible, I would do that. Facts. Right. Yeah. I would be willing to do that, but do I have the fact that, yes. you know... that's where it gets you know, sketchy, like, and this is where I think people do get worried is because the news has been bullshitting and, like, overhyping things a lot. Not bullshitting, but they overhype to get views and clicks, and now people are starting to wonder, like, what is this right? Is this fully true? What, what do you believe and what don't you believe, you know? How do you get back to life? A, it's crazy to... There was a, a doctor that put... Uh, a video out he's like this everything's fucked up like the social distancing can't go on forever humanity has survived this long because our capacity our immune system capacity yeah, for people that are not again I thought about people that, that are dude. not our immune systems immune are gonna deficient. get weaker our human humankind is so life on earth is so miraculous yeah. right we we touch shake hand to kiss <laughs> fucking Pick up apple, put the apple down. Next guy, pick up the apple. All these germ bacteria. Dude, remember viruses, dipping a chip get... at a party? Men are like fucking yeah. buffets. All that shit's gone. B- 
buffet. Yeah, it is making our body stronger. Yeah. So right now we're limiting washing our hand, disinfect everything. We need to be yeah, dirty. Well, they, like I'm glad we got yeah. a puppy that's out there licking his own asshole and then licking my face. Give me all the shit. My body needs so to is be that what you're poisoned doing? You're, nonstop. Are you letting the dog so lick that, your yeah, face? Not, you know, I'm skipping a step now. I'm licking the dog's asshole myself. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just get all those source. antibodies in you, man. Come here, pup. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get a beer. Oh, that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, cause I remember when, uh, like when hand sanitizer first started becoming popular, everybody was, everyone was like, Oh, I got to keep hand sanitizer, use it. And the doctors were saying, stop, like use it, but don't overuse it because you need vitamin, you need a bacteria to keep your immune system strong. And yeah. now imagine we're all quarantining. We're all staying away. We're not touching anything. We're washing our hands every two seconds. So are we getting weaker? Are we going to be like, are we all going to? We definitely are. Yeah. So is that like, so as time goes on, are we going to be more vulnerable to this uh, virus? Like this and the next one. And all the other viruses? Like, are we going to be way more vulnerable to this stuff now? Because now in like a year or two, we're all going to be a bunch of pussies. We can't fucking take a sniffle without, we're going to die. We're going to go to a hospital because we got a cold, you know, like. And that's just, that's viruses. Don't forget bacteria too. Like right. Yeah. And we, everyone's been saying when Fauci started talking about it, and and you look back on medical science. Yeah. <clears throat> for over a decade now, they're saying the superbug is going to come, and because we've been training for fifty years since antibiotics, whenever that is, fifty, sixty, seventy year, we've been treating things with antibiotics successfully, but eventually. Those the bacteria are incredible beings too. As much as our immune system is super impressive and yeah, but it's only it only general, is because of the bacteria. It makes it stronger. But everything it's all so miraculous, yeah. right? But bacteria are a form of life yeah. too. So they will eventually. It's a known thing. Eventually, antibiotics are not going to work. There's superbug that are already working up an immunity yeah. to the antibiotic. Yeah. Right, so it's not just viruses. Yeah. Eventually, there's going to be a bacterial infection that's going to laugh at our antibiotic. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I, I always try to like when I when I was sick when this whole thing started and and uh, we weren't sure if it was COVID. I know you wanted me to get tested, but I took those antibiotic just to see. To me, that was the test. Do I have COVID? If I take antibiotic, it won't work if it's a yeah. virus. If it's a if it's a pneumonia like I thought it was, it will work. And I was in twenty four hour, I was good. But I I was able to tell the doctor, and I see that's what I mean. We're not you and I. We we try to stay informed and everything, but we could never be a research scientist, a medical doctor, an environmental engineer, a civil engineer, uh, an accountant. We can't be all those yeah. things. We can't be expert in everything. So we depend on our expert to give us the fact. Yeah. Yeah, you think you can and trust. We're not yeah. getting that. Yeah, you want. We're yeah. not getting that because we're getting, you know, like when it comes to accounting, tabarnak, or science, there shouldn't be interpretation. Is global warming real or is it fucking not, tabarnak? Yeah, right. Yeah. How do we have scientists on both sides saying no? Right. It's almost like we have to look at what car the scientist well, dude, did is you driving. See- if this guy's driving a Prius. I'm going to believe the Prius guy more than the guy that's right, driving the Ford GT. Well, did you know? watch that new Michael Moore documentary uh, on YouTube? No, I heard he dude. He, sh- he poo-pooed the, dude, the environmentalist. All that shit is bullshit, man. All of it is bullshit. Like they But see, you're believing Michael Moore's well, movie. Well, listen, it's not that I'm it's not Why that would I'm, you believe Michael it's Moore's not movie that I'm believing automatically? It. It's it's cuz they present facts. So if they present facts to you and you look them up and they're real, 
then it's real. So what it is is, I mean, all those companies have an interest in it. All the oil companies have are invested in solar and wind and and all that shit, and they need they need uh, petroleum to even make the solar panels, like all of this stuff. And the amount, dude, I know it's bullshit because if you think about it, the amount of uh, like it's overconsumption that's the problem. That's the the gist of yeah. that documentary, and it's we've known this forever. If you go, if you live in LA, okay. man, you look at it and you're like, this is fucking disgusting. There's way too many people in this one place to ever even think that California could be a clean state. Like, everybody talks about it like it's so clean. It's not. It's filthy. It's disgusting. You drive out to Palm Springs, and they've got towers, man. They've got, like, miles of of, uh, wind. wind, uh, Yeah, the windmills, the turbines. Miles, man. Dude, and they're all just sitting still. No fucking wind for some reason. I don't know. How much electricity are they even generating? You know, it doesn't look like they're doing shit. And then even in that documentary, they show, they tell you that after 20 years, you have to replace those turbines because they don't, they fucking, they start breaking and they don't, they don't generate as much electricity anymore. Magnus deteriorate. Do you know how much material and- it takes to make that gigantic thing? And where's it going to go after? Just in a landfill or just like pile them up somewhere? You know, it's a ton of waste. Like literally, it's no, so I, much waste that you see. I disagree. I'd have to. I'm gonna watch the Dude, documentary. Dude, watch it. It's insane. By what you're saying, it's what's the waste? You you can make the blades of the, the blades and the towers, out of, which is the biggest they, pieces, out of recyclable material. Listen, no matter what, no matter what, it nothing is good for the environment. Whatever you have to manufacture or make, it's not good. You build your own house. You got to use electricity to fucking cut the lumber. You know, you got to use heat. You got to use all yeah, these yeah. things that generate waste. No matter what you do, so. You can't. The only way, stop having kids. Stop populating, you know, because the more you populate, the more waste. Dude, look, you want a perfect example. Our cat. You nailed it with consumption. Dude, I don't cat, know about all our that, cat but consumption. is fucking diabetic, okay? The thing needs, you know, the thing needs insulin to eat every day. It needs insulin to live. If you look at how many fucking plastic needles I have uh, accumulated over this, like, one year... Dude, you're going to be like, holy shit, this one little cat just made this much plastic waste? So just imagine how many humans, how many animals, pets that we have that are using shit constantly. You go to the pet store, you buy your dog another fucking throwaway toy that he's just going to chew to shit, and you throw it in the garbage again. Like, Well, that's you nailed it. We were discussing this as a family last night, actually, trying to give my kid context to... The last time that something like this happened, which is the 1917-18 yeah, Spanish flu, uh, Spanish yeah. flu through the state, there was no government aid back no. then. The governments didn't have money like yeah. that. There was no way to even communicate efficiently on mass to the people, like we yeah. do now. But like I was telling my kid, just in our dining room and kitchen, there are more consumable good in this one area of our house than there was in like five times more than there was in the entire house of somebody living in 1917, 18. Your closet, your closet literally have as much clothes in it as 50 family did in 1917. You know what I mean? You had two pair of trousers if you were doing okay. You know? Yeah. One for the church and one to go work outside. Yeah. So we buy shit and pay cheap and dollar dollar store buy. Oh fuck my two god! Later, what a broken. waste! The dollar store is the worst fucking place. Just yeah, just trash. But 
if this documentary and I haven't seen it, if this documentary is saying that the, uh, the whole environmental movement is bullshit, well, you can't, Abdul, as my friend, who's a, an intelligent person, fall for that. The 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 plastic island in the Pacific, it's not fake. I mean, it's it's gigantic. Yeah, but that's because we're using too much. Yeah, stop well, using. Of, we have to change all of our behavior. We're using we too much, so much, and behavior. also shit quality is good for business. The more people have to keep buying garbage, the more that the economy keeps rolling, right? If you remember, you used to buy so a fridge the, and it would fucking last you your lifetime, like it lasts forever. How old is that fridge in your that's fucking exact, beer? That, in your that's exactly in your the, garage. How the conversation started last night with the yeah. kids was the shit we bought. Like I just installed this garage door opener. Yeah. The one that I took out was over thirty years yeah. old. The one that I put in, they're like, "Oh, dad, look at that! It's so nice and new." And I'm like, "Yeah, but in five years, I'm gonna have to change yeah. it again." Things don't last. Yeah. The pool in my backyard is 30 years yeah. old. A pool that you buy today, five yeah. years, fini. C'est fini, yeah. Chris. This thing is steel, riveted steel that's wrapped around. The, the The earth has shifted like that. I have one side of my pool that's like that. The fucking thing is not falling down because I take care of it. If you take care of yeah. well-manufactured things, yeah. it can last a long fucking yeah. time. Uh, but... In terms of the environment, of what we're doing to the planet, yes, the consumption is shit. I, I honestly, with this, the science that I've been exposed to, don't think that global warming is bullshit. Is it as bad as the doomsday people say? I don't know. Again, yeah, who I knows? count yeah, on not, science to tell me. Facts, yeah. But you can't deny <clears throat> that the Earth's temperature uh, has increased. Yeah. That the, 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 the ice caps are melting. Is that because of what we do? I can't help but think yes, but... I just want to know truth. So this, I, I don't. I'm anxious to see this documentary. Is it on Netflix? It's on YouTube. It's it's M- Michael. Moore, it's another guy who did it, and Michael Moore produced it. So I guess he produced paid for it. And yeah, distributed. He, and yeah, yeah. So the guys, yeah. It's a, and the guy he narrates it great. It's very well. You know, he speaks slow, so you can understand. That's the problem. This documentary I watched the other night with that the doctor chick who was put in jail said she was put in jail for not even charged. There's not even. They just put her in jail for a year or whatever, never having charged her. They uh, conducted a search in her home with no warrant and planted evidence, according to her. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it's yeah. true. It's like, who knows what's right. true anymore, yeah. Chris? Yeah, and that's... But yeah. the, there's no denying that we're fucking up the planet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's no denying. Is it because of overconsumption? Yes. Am I guilty of it myself? Yes, I could show you. There, yeah. There's five we things in the reach of my hand right now that I bought at Dalang Amos. We See, all are, man. And the, but the worst part my is... My drawer's full of crap. Like I'm, I'm helping the environment because I'm also a fucking hoarder yeah. <laughs> that I don't throw shit away. I've got my own little landfill in my own house. I see that I don't throw anything away. But yes, we're we're all guilty. Yeah. But does that mean we shouldn't be against? Like we should be. No, what we I'm should do is stop fucking, stop wasting, stop buying every new shit that comes out. You know when you're gonna buy a TV or a laptop or whatever? Okay, it. Don't skimp out. Don't go, well, I'm going to buy the $300 one because it's got all these little gadgets and it's cool and it looks nice. Spend the fucking thousand five on on a computer that, that even has way less shit, but it's built solid. That's going to last you. A fridge or a stove. Dude, we bought our washer and dryer from Samsung. They're Samsung, man. They're brand new. They're yeah. fucking, dude, after a year, just as soon as the warranty ran out, the fucking yeah. washing machine broke, Okay. The washing machine broke. Thank God we had the extended warranty on the washing machine. Call the company. The guy mm. comes. He looks at it. He goes, we got to change the whole barrel inside. We got to change the whole thing. 
I go, why? Oh, yeah. He goes, because the, the part that's broken is is embedded in that, and it's all connected, and we can't just change the part. We got to So how much fucking waste after a year? And now, and we look at, and then mm-hmm. the guy goes, don't use soap, don't use too much soap. It damages, soap damages a fucking washing machine? What's the fucking point of it? You're supposed to put soap <laughs> in it. Don't use, don't use this shampoo on your yeah, hair. Exactly. It'll make your hair fall it's gonna out. Fucking it's fucking make, shampoo. Tabarnak. It's the whole What's point, the- you know? It's so stupid. Uh, I'm hitting an hour. I'm going to just stop push and start just the camera. your camera. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's crazy that the amount of, uh, how much waste that we're fucking putting out, uh, and, and things that we're buying, dude, we're buying shit and it just, it, it, it's not made good. Clap again. Yeah. <laughs> Derek to the know, marker. I know. It's terrible. It's, that's our problem. I have the exact same problem as you with the, my Samsung dishwasher. <sighs> Fuck. I had a 30 year old or 25 year old dishwasher. Kenmore, yeah. which is not even a brand anymore, I think, because that was Sears. If yeah, I'm not they still mistaken. make them in the U.S. Especially, I, I, I just, I think, I, I think my fridge is a Kenmore. But why I decide to change? Because it was the old, it was black, you know, and analog yeah. buttons, you know, like you know, yeah, button for the you look. You wanted a new in. look, modern. Yeah, yeah I, I'm at the Renault Depot, and they have like a half price on stainless steel Samsung, yeah. and I'm like, ah, that old dishwasher, it's old, it don't match the fridge anymore, and it's, uh, you know, the little rack that you put the dish yeah, yeah, yeah. in, it's just steel covered in plastic yeah. or whatever, or rubber. Yeah. They were starting, you know, when they start to rust and break yeah. off. I'm like, ah, I looked around, I couldn't find the re- replacement rack. I'm like, oh, I'll buy the new dishwasher, it's only $400, I'll buy it. Haven't had a fucking clean dish since then. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's like you call the company. I'm like, what the fuck? It doesn't. Oh, you wanted your dishes clean. <laughs> we just thought you wanted a stainless steel box to put in your fucking kitchen to match everything else. Yeah. It's like, what a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. This this garage door opener that I install, the old garage door, like, again, 35 years ago, the box had fallen off, the lights, whatever, just rust, spider web house. Yeah. But it had chain, like bicycle chain, 360 degree all the way around. The new one I bought only keep chain one side. Wow. Like, the go to go this yeah, way all yeah. the way and to go that way all the way. The rest is, like, cheap aluminum wire. Right. Whatever. Yeah, it's gonna stretch and break for sure. That's yeah. like SC. It's finished. Yeah, it's that's finished. the problem is that they keep making shit garbage. So we have to buy more. Even in LA, I bought my uh, my battery died on my uh, on my car, and I was like, okay. I mean, f- you used to that here because we're used to the cold killing your battery, right? In the winter, your battery will yeah. die. You have to change it normally, but it, there is so hot, and I was like, why is my battery dead? And the guy goes, uh, I brought it to him, and it was like a, it's like a seven, eight year old battery. I bring it to the auto parts to buy a new one and exchange it, and give him the core because they charge you that core fee. You can bring back the old one, right? So I, I give him, I bring it back, and he looks at it, and he goes, "Holy shit, dude!" He goes, "Your battery's like super old. It's like ten years old." I go, "Yeah, what, what's wrong with that?" And he goes, "He's like, man, there's no, there's no, uh, like, I'm like, I'm surprised it died. Like, it's warm here." And he goes, "Oh man, the batteries here they die fast because of the heat." And I go, what do you mean it dies fast because of the, he goes, it gets too hot out in California that the batteries and the water, heat. the water evaporates. Well, yeah, but the heat damages it. But he goes, he goes, they don't make batteries that last 10 years no more. He goes, these batteries, maybe three years you'll get out of it. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So because they're making batteries out of different materials now, so it's cheaper for them, but they still charge you money. So you know how many extra batteries yeah. are going into landfills? You couldn't design a battery that just made of good quality shit that it's not going to just fucking die every two years that I got to keep buying. Batteries are bad for the environment, man. You know how much chemicals yeah, like that? You're putting that back into the ground or whatever if they recycle it, if they do. But again, you look at recycling. Like 
how many things get like glass i don't even know gla- if glass in montreal gets recycled anymore like i know it wasn't for the longest uh, time they would just throw it really? out yeah dude nothing is you're putting it in the recycling but it, it, is it worth the money for them to recycle apparently it? it's like 10% of what the recycling that get picked up 10% actually because there's recycled. a lot of the stuff that they have that if they even recycled it it would be worth they would lose money recycling it not cost effective so they just throw it the, out that is their that is the greatest evil we have is that each individual industry like the guy that make batteries i understand you want to maximize the profit that yeah, you're making yeah but you don't need to be that rich but when you put all of these yeah but, yeah, but Each individual one, it seemed like such a minimal thing. Like, oh yeah, we'll just we can buy this component from China, and it's yeah. Mm, But you do that across the board. They don't work. We'll throw it away. Yeah, when you put it on everything, hundred million different businesses, yeah. industries, manufacturers, it fucking it make a it make a big difference. And how do we stop it, Abdul? We can't stop it. We can't. You know how you stop it? You you can't stop it. I think I think. Well, I mean. The hard thing is now we're getting to a point where most of the super power companies in the world own every other little company as well. So you can't even right. beat them at that anymore. If not directly, they, But what you can do is, 90% of their business. Yeah, you know what, what you mean? can do yeah. is you can buy... There are some companies, like for example, with the, wa- with the washing and, uh, washer and dryer. I asked the repair guy, I go, look, man, this is bullshit. What company is a good company? Because when you're shopping, they all look the same. So they're all, he goes, dude, they're made, they're every washer dry, they're all made by the exact same company. The only one that isn't is Bosch. He goes, Bosch is the only company, but he goes, that's why when you look at the price, it's a, it's a huge difference. You can get, you can get, yeah, you can get a really nice, uh, you get a really nice fucking, you know, Samsung. That's got 10 more different features on it than the Bosch one does, and it's cheaper. So you're going to buy that. But he goes, get the company that, at, whenever you see it and it's more expensive, like, and I used it. When I bought my TV, we bought a Sony, all right? We're looking at the Samsungs, yeah. and I go, fuck Samsung, because they screwed us on the washer and dryer. So we looked right. at the Sony, we're like, you know, the Sony costs double the price of all the Samsungs, the LGs, or whatever. But you look at the quality, and you're like, holy shit, like... Wow, like the blacks are black, the fucking colors are vibrant, the processor yeah. when you go to Netflix, dude, it's like instant. It's like they, yeah, it's double the price for smaller of a size, but it's made good, you know? And now yeah. I do that with all my shit, man. I'm done buying garbage. Like, I'm I'm willing to spend the extra money for something. Like, look, I bought my exhaust on my truck. It's two years old, my pipe. I changed my exhaust pipe. I changed it just before I moved to L.A., Driving back, it snapped. I live in a yeah. place with no rust, man. How the fuck does an exhaust pipe snap? But I, I bought know. the cheap one. I paid 150 bucks for it. So now I bought one that's ceramic coated, stainless steel, supposed to last forever. How much did it cost me? There you go. $650. You have to study the thing, though, because that's the other thing. Companies, marketers are starting to understand yeah. that you just charge more. Yeah. Like um, Beats by Dre. Yeah. You just charge $300 for it. People think they're getting good right. quality and they're like, oh, I, I get the name brand and it's Dr. Yeah. Dre and it's a, it's the same fucking yeah. garbage as the $29.99 thing. Yeah. So it's another trap. You got again, it, yeah. These company, these individual, uh, you know, like if I can make an extra $300 profit per unit, why wouldn't right. I do it? Yes, but but if you do it and somebody else do it and it's fucking just garbage everywhere, yeah. just garbage. But they know so, that. And like I was talking to my kid when I was a kid. Abdul, like this is, I'm older than you. 
you may not even remember this, but when I was a kid, you go to Toys R Us yeah. to buy a doll. What was on the shelf was a fucking doll. Yeah. Or a, a dinky car, like a little matchbox car. You go to the to buy matchbox car for your kid or for whoever. It's a fucking matchbox car that's on the shelf. Yeah. Not a box with a twist tie that's go through a fucking rivet and the packaging and the fucking plastic and there's cardboard and yeah. there's un unrecyclable because there's 17 material yeah. on a fucking box this big that take you to You buy scissors now, tabarnak. You need scissor to get the fucking yeah. scissor out of the package. <laughs> we're, we're just, why? Dude, I bought, so, well, like I bought organic fucking fruit and it was wrapped in like seven layers of plastic. Right? Why do I need that? Like some, it's, and it's all the the packaging thing. Start some dickhead decided at one point because of theft shoplifting. We need to put things in a package with a barcode and a fucking beeper and a this. Dude, the money that you're spending on the packaging and the the cost to the environment yeah. is so outweigh. Yeah. That you know the point zero four percent of product that you were losing to theft is being outweighed by you're now re we've over 50 year of this consumption good crap that we've done yeah. we've cut the lifetime of our planet by uh, a million years yeah. but now do you fucking believe me about the windmills and the and the green energy dude it sounds like a great uh, I, idea on paper but you know what the govern the the big corporations know that governments are giving you a ton of money right now to change or to make to to invest in all this right. shit so all these gas companies are going hey man great idea let me fucking get in on this because i'm gonna get a ton of government grants you know yeah it's all bullshit in the end of the day man they're all fucking with I, us i think i see the point you're trying to make like no matter what idea we come up with there's gonna be those some greedy asshole fucking people that's that gonna ruin fucking it. ruin it yeah that's ruin yeah. it right but wind energy is old, dude. We used to be able to out of yeah, but now of, the governments uh, uh, are giving grants and and wood. We could make a windmill that power things. <laughs> Derek, look for example. Okay, you want you want to help everybody? You think green energy is good? Okay, Tesla is the biggest bullshitter of all. Fuck. There's no way a Tesla costs a hundred grand to make. We don't need a giant screen. I don't need fucking my. I don't need a car to make little chimey noises and do all these little fucking techie things. I don't need that. I want an, a green car. I want a car that just drives on a battery. I don't need bullshit, right? But they're overcharging mm -hmm. you, right? Because now the rich can fucking afford it, okay? They're the only ones that can. Who's getting the fucking government grant? The government's going to give you seven grand off your car or 10 grand if you buy a, an electric car. But if fuck yeah. you and I can afford it? No. The fucking rich asshole is going to go get that government uh. grant. You know, I can. Not, you can, but I can. I'm very successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Where's your Tesla then, buddy? <laughs> Look, man. I'm telling you, all it is is it sucks because whenever there I is a good idea, agreeing. it gets overshadowed by greedy assholes. That's the problem. There you Make go. Make an that's, electric car. That's the bottom line. That just goes to point A and point B. None of that other bullshit, and and that's it. And but they they don't. They need to. They need to find a way to rope it into whatever they want. Whatever helps them in the end. You know, tax breaks, I, go to them. I think we're agreeing. I think we're agreeing on it. And I'll make sure to watch the, the documentary before our next episode. My phone is going to die, right. so I'm going to lose communication All with right, you. All right, buddy. So well, we'll, we, we've, we've hit the... I think we agree. Yeah. It would there's too many greedy people and stupid people yeah. for any plan to work. Yeah. And it's sad. Uh, the only plan you can do is yourself. Don't look at any industry. Just... Stop! Stop over That's consuming. It. If you don't need some, don't and, fucking buy and it. And don't give up. We can't give yeah. up. We just can't give up. 
uh, I've given we up. Have, we can't give up. We do ourselves. No, we can't give up. We have to. We have to find a way to communicate. I'm going to burn tires in the people, backyard right the now. The stupid people, the greedy people. We have to be able to show them yeah. the error in their way, uh, and that's all we can do. Good, you know that that one bad thing always outweighed the good things. Yeah. But we can't stop. If we stop, we're we're definitely fucked. If the good people stop trying, we're fucked. Um, so how much time um, you got left anyway, on your phone? I don't. Uh, it says it's imminent. It's gonna just die imminently. So let's wrap it up positive. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It, we we wasted an hour of uh, like oh, an man. hour of uh, battery life trying to set up this lovely garage setup, <laughs> and now the phone of all things, the recorder's good, the camera's good, and now it's the call is the phone that's gonna die. <laughs> which, by the way, is being propped up by a sugar crisp box right oh, now. I'm getting a call now which too. I will oh recycle. my god, we're getting all sorts of distractions. What's happening? You're getting yeah, a call. Yeah, I'm getting now. a call on the other line. Um, um, but this is great. Uh, let's let's uh, we'll pick it up let's next try to get episode, together. Man. Come over yeah. and we'll stay six feet apart and yeah, we'll set yeah, up the I'll thing. We'll have beer six feet apart and we'll test some technologies to see if we can't get this going. Uh, I'll get you your bacon T-shirt and uh, everybody stay safe. Wash your hands, I guess, but not too often. Yeah. Maybe lick a dog's asshole <laughs> like I've been doing to keep your immune system up. Uh, and we'll thank you for yeah, watching bacon no bacon, no bacon no bacon no bacon and um, I love you buddy I miss you a lot I miss Hopefully you too man love you it. too man it's been a while Just come over we'll stay social distance like come over park your truck down the street get on a bike and people riding bikes can stop in front of your house nobody complains about that <laughs> so just and then come in the garage and we'll have a beer uh, it's gonna be over everybody make the best of your pandemic. you can do it uh, it's all gonna be fine <laughs> We're all going to be fine. Ça va bien aller. I believe it. Abdul. We're all dead. All There's right. More. See you next episode. And only before we all die. Good. Good will win over evil. Yeah. Okay. Super positive.